And we're live. Welcome back to the Ice Bath. I'm Matt. I'm Griff. And uh, we had a hell of a week for uh, for football once again. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, some, some really bad games, some pretty good games um, all around. Pretty solid. That Sunday night game was just brutal to watch, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that game just didn't happen, I would would be more than okay with that. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G pulled a, pulled a Dan Orlovsky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting here and I have one league where I'm down by 0.8 points with a minute to go in the game. And I have Jeff Wilson and George Kittle. Ooh. And, uh, you know, Jeff Wilson catches a nice pass, really nice snag, just right, right before I hit the ground. I'm like, oh, nice. I just won my matchup. And then he fumbles it away. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know a couple people that that. Yeah, that that was that was pretty brutal. That was one of my worst fantasy losses of all time. But luckily, uh, the league where I had Jeff Wilson, um, it didn't matter because I absolutely spanked. Him. <laughs> I needed thirty from him. Now, that was the only league uh, I, I lost this week. Actually, I'm in I'm in six leagues and uh, I went five for one this week. So nice. it's a pretty solid week for me. Nice. Um, it wasn't a solid week for us pick wise. So last <laughs> week we went. Uh, well, I went seven and nine. Griffin went six and ten. Yeah, that was rough. With, I took the. Picks. I really took the Jets with confidence too. I I think I should anoint myself eight and eight because I went the Chiefs, but I really really wanted to go the Colts. Yeah, I mean, you did you did kind of say if Pittman played, you were taking the Colts. So I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with giving that one too. Eight and eight, but with an asterisk. Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. like that. Um, but wow, it was an interesting week for fantasy, to say it was. the least. Interesting because. You had all these studs that were not studly. They they really underperformed. Yeah, and, and you, you had, had a lot of yeah. weird breakout games. Yes. So uh, one of them I did call. You did. You did. Uh, Damian Pierce going up against the uh, DP the, the the Bears run defense. I I was saying all along I don't think this Bears run defense is very good. And no. once again they kind of showed that. I mean Pierce had twenty carries for eighty yards and a touchdown. Um, kind of shows this team's going to be pretty run heavy. I think. Uh, Davis Mills just hasn't looked great. I, I'm a big Davis Mills guy. I yeah. love the guy, but I mean, but when your best receiver is Brandon Cooks and you have nobody else, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's kind of that team is just in a weird place right now. But uh, Damian Pierce getting the the heavy workload early on. I mean, Rexburg has being used as a third down back, which was expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but Damian Pierce, man, I mean, it's kind of you kind of got to look at it week by week with him, but. Right. Uh, just Definitely based, based on matchups. Yeah, 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 but I mean, man, he could be a really strong RB2, 3 flex. It, he's got RB2 sure. upside, I believe. Right now he's probably an RB3 flex option, but uh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had what, 20 carries, 80 yards and a touchdown last yeah. week against a, a really really poor Bears run D as you had said. Um but, but I mean, man, he, I'll, gonna t- I'll lead, take He's going to be the lead back for the Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take 4 yards a carry out of him. He has he has no competition at all i mean no, Rex Burkhead Burkhead's, is the next guy yeah come on he's 32 yeah the only thing Burkhead's really going to be used for now outside of week one which is kind of an odd week for them when Burkhead was getting all the touches and mm-hmm. had all the all the snap the more snaps and stuff but you know Burkhead's really just going to be a third down back and, and more in the pass bro, I think. yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely gonna be back there protecting the quarterback more than he is going to be uh taking any carries but another guy that had another a, a breakout game and I'm not even going to call this a breakout game because he's really just been balling out this season. I mean, yeah. ever since last week. Um, yeah, week, Chris Olave. Yeah, week one he only had, I think, three catches, 41 yards. But the last two weeks he's had 26 targets, 14 catches, 227 yards. 
He hasn't found the end zone yet, but man. He's on pace for a monster season. Yeah. That's 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 crazy for a rookie receiver. Like these are these are Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson rookie year numbers. Like yeah. this is he's he could be something special over here. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. Um uh another guy that uh is sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Another guy that had a big week was uh, my boy, Devonta Smith. Um you know, Eagles had a dominant week three win over the commanders. Uh, and I'm now in firm belief that Philly is going to run away with the NFC championship. I told you, I yeah. told you they were going to, I, I was a little game. skeptical of Jalen hurts, but he has shown nothing to, you know, that's worrisome. He's looked yeah, incredible. He's looked really good. He's third in passing yards right now. Um, I mean that, that dual threat ability that he has in his play style is just so hard to defend. He's such a good fit for that offense. Too. He really is. And, and you know, he's a good fit for Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, just I feel like these these mobile uh, black quarterbacks have really, really been a staple of the city. You look go no, back really to has, Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb. Now you got Jalen Hurts or Mike Vick in between. Yeah, McNabb and, and Hurts. Like it, it, he really fits the the mold of what a Philadelphia quarterback is. Um, I think he's a good locker room guy. It seems like the guys yeah. love him too. People rally behind him. Yeah. Um, but back to Devonta Smith. Well, uh, I'm going to buy into the hype of this Philly team. You should start buying into the hype of Vonta Smith. Uh, the Slim Reaper, a.k.a. Smitty, a.k.a. Skinny Batman, uh, absolutely exploded on offense for Philly this week. He brought in eight receptions off of 12 targets and uh, went for 169 yards and a touchdown. He had back-to-back absolute snags, too. Yeah, yeah. He had some incredible catches um, against, uh, what was it, St. Juice that he went up against? Now, Washington was without their cornerback, too, going into the game. Um, So, Smitty had a really, really good matchup. But uh, he was that guy that I suggested you buy low on after a sluggish start. And I feel like my predictions are kind of coming to fruition a little bit. Um, He's turned it around right after week one. Very few cornerback twos are going to be capable of covering Devonta Smith and his route running ability. Uh, And he has nearly split targets with A.J. Brown over the last two weeks. Uh, even though, and he's had slightly better production, so I'm convinced that the, these Eagle wideouts are going to be more of a one A one B this season, and both should be weekly starters. Well, this is that's also why I like Jalen Hurts a lot, is because he's got two wide receiver ones on that team. You've got 100%. two guys that you can stretch the field with, but you like they're also going to be great route runners that could get open for him. Right, right, yeah. So I really like Devonta Smith going forward. Uh, I, I mean, AJ Brown is a given. Yeah, but uh, I think Smith. If you got him late in your drafts, you walked around away with a steal. You know who I don't like moving forward? The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh man! Oh, the first, man. the only zero three team to start the year. Um, they're they're just looking terrible. I mean, McDaniel's. I don't know what he's doing with this offense. Uh, Darren Waller's getting under seventy five percent of the snaps. You have an elite tight end, and you're throwing uh, what's his name, Foster Moreau, in the slot. Doesn't make any sense. Josh McDaniels, another one of those Belichick coaching tree guys, that does not look good. Yeah, it. I don't know. This team is kind of in shambles right now. There's a couple pieces that I really like on the mm-hmm. team, but I don't know what's going on. But I mean, on paper, on paper, they should have a really solid team. Their roster looks night and day better than it was last year, but. They're a shell of what they were to start the season last year. Granted, they were without Hunter Renfro this week, but I, I mean, still, you're you still you're have without Darren Waller and Devontae Adams. Yeah, you you're without Hunter Renfro, and you're only starting Darren Waller on seventy five percent of snaps. Yeah, you you have uh, a top three receiver, and he's probably not two or three, and yeah. you have a 
top five tight end. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of talent, Darren offense, Waller is one of the most talented tight ends in the league. He's an elite tight end. And and their offense on a per yards basis, I looked this up earlier, seventeenth. Oh. Seventeenth with Devontae Adams. You got Darren Waller, Darren Waller Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs. Former first round pick was a great running back, Alabama. Yeah. And even Hunter Renfro. I, like, I just I don't understand what's going on there. And I think fingers got to be pointed at Josh McDaniels. Um, one guy I think uh, you guys should sell now while while his value is high is uh, Marquise Brown. What are your thoughts on this, Griffin? Yeah, no, I like I like selling low or selling high on him. Um, you've got Hopkins coming back in a couple weeks, right? You know, Brown coming into this season without Hopkins for the first six weeks should have been the guy that takes like a huge leap and brings in all these targets, but. You know, he, he's looked good, but there's some guys outplaying him. You've got Greg Dorch, who's outplaying him. Yeah, um, but we have seen Kyler Murray's trust in Marquise Brown increase yes. since week one. Yep. Is actually, his targets since week one have tripled. He had six, nearly tripled. He had six targets week one. He had 17 targets this past week. Had 14 catches, 140 yards. His value is at his peak right now. Yeah. He's not repeating a game like this for the rest of the season, in my opinion. No, um, there's no way. I don't think he's going to have another matchup where he can repeat a, a game like this. Uh, and teams are going to be a lot more, uh, you know, aware of uh, of Marquise Brown. going to game plan for him a little bit better. Uh, and I think now is the perfect time to dump Brown while his value is... You either sell high or if you if you are one of those guys that wants to hold on to him, when D-Hop comes back, yeah. Hollywood could have a pretty big role in the offense. I, th- I think his role is going to go down because I... I I think he's going to go back to what he was. Well, in no, Baltimore. I, I 100% agree that his value will go down a bit when D hops back because it's nuke. But yeah, R- right now he's a high end wide receiver too. Yeah, the way he's playing. Oh yeah, but that's easily going to drop down to wider uh, touchdown dependent wide receiver three because he's going to be looked for on those big plays where he's yeah he's he'll gonna, be the big play guy downfield. He'll he'll get you either three catches for 30 yards one week and the next week he'll get you five for 130 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um. He's going to be like Deshaun Jackson was in fantasy, where you know he just you got to look for him on the big plays. You don't know which week he's going to pop off, but right now he's that consistent wide receiver one. He's getting that production. Uh, I think you can get a solid player in return for him, whether it's a player that's going to be a, a wide receiver two for the you know entirety of the year on an offense where he's already established as a you know their their wide receiver one, like a guy like Christian Kirk. I feel like Christian Kirk uh, would be a perfect trade target for, you know for Marquise Brown, which. Um, it's a good segue to our yeah, next segment. Yeah, speaking of Christian Kirk, man, this this entire Jags offense looks really good. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's scary good at what Doug Peterson has done to the uh, the Jaguars within not even a season. James Robinson, we mention it every show. He's that guy. He had 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Timothy Robinson. Him, Bob. Yeah. Himmy, Bobby. Tim. He's the guy. You know, ETN owners. I think it's kind of time to start panicking. Uh, he only saw 43% of snaps, and he's not been efficient as a runner. His upside was as a receiving back, and he hasn't done much of it. James Robinson ran five more routes. Yeah. Um, you know, at this point, if you have ETN, it's time to bench him. Definitely bench him, but I, I wouldn't get rid of him just yet. I wouldn't get rid of him, but I you, there's a lot of promise in this Jags offense. You cannot be starting Travis ETN right now, though. No, no, absolutely not, especially with James Robinson, the usage he's been getting. Um, 
definitely bench ETN, but don't give up hope because I think they will find a role for him in this offense. And we all laughed at the Jags for throwing all that money at Christian Kirk. Yeah. Dude's unreal. First three games of the season has 18 catches, 267, and three touchdowns. That's that's insane. That's six He's catches a number game. one guy, but what I've six liked catches about, and a touchdown yeah, a game. Yeah, I mean, that's what I like about Trevor Lawrence so far is he's not keying in on one guy though. It's not only Christian Kirk. Uh, he's been looking at Zay Jones a lot. Zay Jones week one had a pretty solid game. And and who would have thunk it? Evan Ingram. I know. Wow. <laughs> but Zay Jones, I mean, he just had ten catches, eighty-five yards, and a touchdown against the Chargers. Yeah, he had a big um, game. Marvin Jones caught a touchdown. You know, this that offense is looking a lot better than they do on paper. Yeah. I mean, Marvin Jones is that dart throw, though, where one of these weeks he's going to have that three-touchdown yeah. game that he has every year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, a guy that I think is a must-add this week, going to shift the focus a little bit. Which, this is if he's out there, because I know a lot of leagues, this guy was drafted. Yes. But... Yeah, but I, I going off of uh, a majority of the leagues that I, I'm in, and... He was available in almost all of the 10-man leagues and a couple of the 12-man leagues that I was yeah. in. So, Jamal Williams, uh, if you, you don't know who we're talking about yet. Um, Deandre Swift is set to miss the next couple of weeks. Um, this makes Williams a must-add. Uh, in week three, in the absence of Swift, Williams saw 20 carries, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. Over 80 yards, actually. This is running back one production. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, the Lions not only have the third-best rushing offense in the NFL – the third best total offense this year so far through three weeks. The thing that I like about Jamal Williams a lot is that he's been getting touches already. He's mm-hmm. been the goal line guy. Right. He's They're limiting DeAndre Swift clearly because the dude can't stay healthy, which again, he goes down with injury. But now you get him into the receiving game. Uh-huh. You you give him all like the entire role in, in the backfield. He gets the DeAndre Swift, uh, DeAndre Swift role. And he keeps his own role as the goal line guy. He's a, he's a workhorse now. He really is. With, with with no Swift, and he's the type of guy that can do that. And he's also he has that personality that he has the locker room. Like yeah. everybody supports this guy in Detroit. Like they, they love him. He's a fun personality. Well, he's all in the anime and, and whatnot. Like even before he came to Detroit, I was making the argument that the Packers should not sign Aaron Jones long-term because Jamal Williams could come in and be just as effective. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I always thought Jamal Williams was underrated. and um, Very. Now he's a, a chance to shine because the Detroit Lions offensive line looks amazing. I mean, you got Penny Sewell, who's actually starting to, to pan out and, and, and yeah. look great. I mean, he, he had a great rookie season, but now he's taking that next step. You have Taylor Decker. You have Frank Ragnow. Uh, Jonah Jackson, uh, like th- that, th- that offensive line is stacked. Not to mention, he has no competition now. Yeah, Craig Reynolds is the backup. And behind that, Justin Jackson, who couldn't carve a, a role as the, you know, RB3. Touchdown. Yeah, RB3 in uh, LA is with yeah. the Chargers. Like, he could have, he had a chance to be a goal line back there. And I think, I think Reynolds will be used, uh, quite a bit as a third down back. Um, mm-hmm. just to, you know, get a little change of pace in there and get Williams some rest. Cause if something happens to Williams, you're kind of screwed. So yeah. you can't overwork him, but he's got to have a big workload. And this team, the offense is really good. Right. But yeah. I still think I mean, third, third best offense on yeah. a yards per basis. I still think with Jamal Williams as a starting running back though, you have to be a, a run first team. 100%. I think he's that good. He, he's really good. Um, 
And they also have a really good matchup in week four against the Seattle Seahawks, who are tied for the second most rushing yards allowed through the first three weeks. So that's definitely a juicy matchup. Yeah, I like uh, that. I, I think Jamal Williams is probably a top five running back finish this, this I took week. Jamal Williams in one of my dynasty drafts this year, like super late, just because I, I don't know, I like him. Yeah, and th- that's, now, now I've got a starting running back. I did the same thing in my keeper league. Yeah. Where I, I had Jonathan Taylor as my keeper. I needed an RB2. Um, so I went. I threw darts at Cam Akers. I threw darts at A.J. Dillon. None of them have landed. I got Jamal Williams now who's going to slide into my yeah. RB2, who I took like like the 14th round. I mean, he's a high-end RB2 with RB1 upside right now. Oh, Depending 100%. on how how long Swift is out. If you're the DeAndre Swift owner, you've got to hope this is a two- to three-week injury. Right. And not something that's like four to six weeks. Because if Jamal Williams gets four to six games of solid production... He's taking over that backfield. He is taking over the backfield. Uh, just because he can do things that Swift can't in terms of, like, his power. Like, Swift, Swift's what, five seven five eight. Yeah. You're not going to see him line up at the goal line. No, no. Jamal well, I mean, Jamal Williams, that. even week one, had two touchdowns. Right, right. So, uh, Jamal Williams, even after Swift is back, I think he's going to carve out an even bigger role with this opportunity. Yeah. I think I think Jamal Williams is a good long-term term ad. So. Speaking of backfield, should we be concerned about the Packers' backfield right now? I know I am. Um, I mean, A.J. Dillon and um, Aaron Jones, 15 and 14 touches, respectively. Aaron Jones at 15, A.J. Dillon at 14. Yeah. And both average under three a carry. And they're the thing with these guys are both of them are workhorse backs. They are that are trying to split touches, and that's just that's not the type of backs that they are. Like, so I don't know if this Tampa that, run defense is just that good, which it really I was going to mention re- that it yeah. is really good. That Tampa run D is insane. I mean, you had you had Vita Vey. I mean, like he can stop the run, he can drop into coverage. Did yeah. You see that on Twitter? Yeah, he dropped into coverage and forced and fumble. forced a fumble. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing that scares me a bit is that this offense just hasn't looked good. And going forward, I don't know if I really trust anybody. I mean, sure, if you have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, you're going to start them. But I don't think their production is going to be as big as everyone anticipated. No. No, I thought Aaron Jones was going to get a lot more receiving work. Yeah. And he's not, which I think is on Matt LaFleur for that. Um, come on, LaFleur. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah. All right, want to look ahead into some week four games. Yeah, yeah. So uh, starting out, we have Thursday night. We have Miami at Cincinnati. I don't know how Cincinnati's favored here. I I know they're home. I don't get that at all. They, they look good. It was the Jets. The, well, the thing is that what they're saying here, the way, the way from my understanding that, that, you know, Vegas usually does these spreads is. Well, now, it, now home field advantage th- is worth about a point and a half. Oh, is it? I thought yeah, it was three. No, it's it's dropped even more now. It's oh, about a point and a half now. So what they're saying is that since he is two point favorites. Yeah. I don't know if that's because the money's going towards Cincy because of what they did to the Jets, but no offense, Griffin. It's it's the Jets. No, I know. And Miami is one of only two undefeated teams left. Uh, and who in Cincinnati's secondary is covering Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle? Eli Apple. You'll Apple, who Tyreek Hill has a lot of beef with. Yeah, Tyreek Hill even mentioned it in his uh, in his interview afterwards, saying that he he owes Eli Apple something or something along the lines of that, yeah. and he's looking forward to that matchup. He really is. So Tyreek Hill ten for one sixty five and two touchdowns. 
I can see it. I can see <laughs> yeah, it. I think he has a huge game, and I think, I think Miami Waddle has an equal. Yes, and I think Miami kind of runs away with this one. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how since he's favorite. I, I, it, I, I I'm hammering that Miami money line. No, right I could. I, I could see Miami winning by two scores. Easy. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't think since he's defense is as good as. It's not as good as it was last year for sure. Yeah, the the and line makes no sense. It's not that great this year either. Um. So, I have Miami. Oh, uh, we have a Sunday 100%. morning game. Is that is that a uh, London game, right? London, I believe it's London. Uh, yeah, Mini it's London at New game. Orleans. So yeah, this at New Orleans. I've this. I'm not even gonna say this is contingent on Dalvin Cook playing because that's shoulder injury. Because yeah. Alexander Madison can step in and do exactly what Dalvin Cook does. Mm-hmm. No offense, Dalvin Cook. I love Dalvin Cook. I just traded for him in one of my keeper leagues. But uh, I think Alexander Madison is a really underrated back. Yeah. I got Minnesota. Um, I, I have Minnesota, Minnesota as well. I don't think uh, New Orleans has not shown me anything. James Winston's banged up, and you can't keep Justin Jefferson shut down for so long. I know Marshawn Lattimore is going to be on him, but this is this is Justin Jefferson's statement game. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, you've gone back to back weeks. I get it. This past week, he was doubled and tripled like all the time, and it, that opens up other guys like Thielen, KJ Osborne, right? Which so even if he's not making plays, he's still a crucial part of that offense. But man, he's got to make some plays. Yeah, he'll find ways to get open too. He'll he could beat double and triple teams. Yes, he's just that good. Speaking of making plays, you know who's made a lot of plays is Atlanta, which uh, that's an X matchup is Cleveland at Atlanta. Um, man, I really hate picking against Atlanta here, and I really really want to go Atlanta just because they've shown that they can they can stay in games. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that offense is. Sneaky guys. Well, so you know, you realize what happened though. The the first game they win of the year is the game that they actually get Kyle Pitts involved. One hundred percent. Yeah. You have to get Kyle Pitts, and you just got to get him the ball. Right. Get him the ball, and you could stay in games. Yeah. I'm. With that being said, I'm going Cleveland. I'm. I'm also going Cleveland. I just. I think Cleveland's defense is going to be way too, way too good. Not only their defense, that run game is just going to be unreal. Yeah. Like, I don't think Atlanta. Stops I don't them. think you could really slow down Nick Chubb. He's just no. been. He's been dominant. There's no stopping Nick Chubb. You can definitely slow him down a little bit, but if you're slowing down Nick Chubb, then you have to worry about Kareem Hunt. Exactly. So, yeah, I got Cleveland as well. Washington at Dallas. Man, Dak Prescott might be back, should be back. Washington just allowed nine sacks against Philly. I mean, I think Micah Parsons absolutely feasts. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, Carson Wentz, I'm sorry. I love Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is just getting set up to be killed right now. That yeah. offensive line sucks. He it's really just is really, really like, bad. You, you almost like feel for the guy because he's. About I do to, feel for the guy. He, he just got sacked nine times. I, I, I don't even know how many quarterback hits there were, but I, I would assume, you know, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, the guy's dropping back, knowing he's gonna get hit. Right, and so his first, you know, uh, his first intuition is to like scramble. And yeah, you know how that turns out for him. So, or, or throw it away. So, I mean, Dallas's defense is just too good. I don't think Trayvon Diggs is good. Uh, I think he got lucky with that pick last night against uh, the Giants. You know, the, yeah, I didn't I even know. watch the game last night. I'm not gonna lie. So, so the receiver, I, uh, I forget which receiver it was. Um, was it Sills? Maybe I don't know. He fell in the route. So oh. Daniel Jones threw the ball, you know, ahead of the route, and this receiver falls. Trayvon Diggs steps up and picks it off. That was the one game and bar- I didn't and, and barely barely grabbed it. He grabbed it like almost off the ground. Um, so I I don't think Trayvon Diggs is that good, but I think Michael Parsons makes up for it. 
I think yeah, Mike, Michael no, Parsons, Michael Parsons is that defense. Just He's, he is that defense. I'm going Dallas here. I'm also going Dallas. We yeah. talked a lot about that game. Yeah. I don't know why I spent so much time on that game. Seattle at Detroit. Uh, Jamal Williams game. Jamal Williams yeah. goes crazy. Detroit wins. Detroit, Detroit home. Uh, Tennessee at Indy. I've got Indy here. I um, also have Indy. They su- surprised everybody and beat the Chiefs. Did. Well, and, surprised everybody but me. And they, the they didn't even look great, but hey, they, they played well enough. The they, defense they got played, the job the done. The defense played well. And Tennessee's secondary is non-existent. I have no idea how they... Just beat the Raiders. And, I mean, you look at week one, Saquon Barkley had a huge game against that Tennessee defense. I think Jonathan Taylor puts up similar I numbers. I sure hope so because Jonathan Taylor oh, needs to get, get his game going. Um, Chicago at the Giants. I keep flipping back and forth this pick. I, yeah, I don't know who to go, go with. I mean, the Giants looked so good the first two weeks. Did not look that great coming out against uh, Dallas. You lose Sterling Shepard to a torn ACL. Uh, Chicago has really surprised me on how they're winning games because they do not look good. No, they don't, but the run the run game does. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more you know, about that later. But. but you know who else has a good run game? And that's uh, the Giants with Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, and Chicago, look what they just Yeah, I mean, this is going to be another battle of run games. Um, Saquon Barkley probably going to have a huge game. I mean, yeah. look at Damian Pierce last week. Not really a staple name, but he came out average four carry. I think Saquon averages five six a carry, and the Giants get the dub here. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going New York as well. Um, I, I think they bounce back here. Jacksonville at Philly. I think this is going to be a test for Philly. This Jacksonville offense has been really good, but and their defense, re- their defense is you know they're ranked best defense right now through three weeks. Are they on, really? on a yards basis, Jacksonville has wow allowed the least amount of yards out of any other team. Huh. I think this will be a, a test to see how good this Philly defense really is because these uh, we already talked about the Jacksonville offense. It's a solid offense. Solid offense, and you got Doug Peterson, who has yeah. some some beef going against yeah. Philly. Uh, but I still got Philly here. Philly looks dominant. I I just I don't think Philly's going to be beat until I, I see them face a team that actually comes close to beating them. I've got I Philly mean, I, as well. I know I know Detroit almost almost beat them, but that's week one. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a wash. I don't really count that. And they still won. They yeah. <laughs> I mean they destroy Minnesota. They come in, they destroy Washington. And then now you're playing Jacksonville, who, I mean, has looked solid, but it's still Jacksonville. They're, they're still in rebuild mode, I yeah. I'd say. I think Philly takes as well. I one. got Philly as well. I think they're the best team in the NFC. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Got the Jets at Pittsburgh. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go again. Three weeks in a row. I'm going with the Jets. J E T S Jets 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 baby. You know you know what makes me like the Jets here? Zach Wilson should be playing yes. this game, and I think Zach Wilson uh, is really good quarterback. Yeah. I, I well I'm not gonna say really good. He's not really good quarterback yet. He has a lot of potential. This could be he's a very raw game for him though. But he's coming back. He's healthy. I think we're finally going to see the Wilson to Wilson connection. Right. Uh, but he has something that he doesn't have last year and that's he has weapons. Yeah. I mean, Corey Davis was your best weapon last year. That's not saying much. Keelan Cole was your wide receiver too. Now you've got Elijah Moore and you've got, well, and Elijah Moore who's established. I forgot about now. Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was there last year, but receiver, he, yeah. he wasn't established. He's, he's becoming a really solid route runner. He's getting open. And then you've got Garrett Wilson. And Garrett just, Wilson, is he going to play? He's healthy, right? Yeah, he should be good. And Garrett Wilson just looks really good. And, and Garrett Wilson's having a Olave-like start this yeah. as well. Which I kind of expected out of both of them. I mean, right. they were my two favorite receivers in the draft. Yeah, same um, here. And I, I kind of saw this one coming from them. 
Um, I thought Wilson was going to be a little more productive, and it's, so far it's been Olave. But I mean, when you have Joe Flacco at quarterback, it's kind of hard to be productive. No, a hundred percent. I think Zach Wilson is just that much of a playmaker. Pitts still missing on defense. You know, no T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick in that secondary, but their corners haven't really impressed me much. Uh, I think I think the Jets take this game. I think they surprise some yeah, people here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, we got Buffalo at Baltimore. Hold on, going back real quick. Minka Fitzpatrick is in concussion protocol. Oh, is he? Yeah, I thought oh, I wow. saw something earlier. I just had to look it up real quick. So He's... that makes me like the Jets even more. Yeah. Um, Buffalo at Baltimore. I got Buffalo here. Oh, me too. I, I this got to be a bounce back game. Yeah, I, I don't know how you. Yeah, I don't know how you can root against Buffalo. I mean, divisional games. And you're you're playing Miami, who's a really really good team. Divisional games, anything can happen. I'm not surprised that they they lost that. It was a close game, but Buffalo, like you said, they bounced back here. Baltimore. I think it's a close game though. Baltimore's looked pretty solid. Baltimore's looked solid, but they haven't looked as great as I thought they would. The in defense, defense is, yeah, that's what I, the defense has not been great. But Lamar Jackson's looking. He's putting yeah. up MVP, MVP numbers right now. But so. who who who's Lamar Jackson faced so far? He's faced New England last week, whose defense is sus. Uh, who, who Miami, the, Miami, who has a solid defense. Uh, who they and they played the Jets. And the Jets. So I mean, Miami's the best defense they they played. I think Buffalo arguably has a better defense. Although Buffalo is banged up at the cornerback position. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think Josh Allen wins this quarterback duel. I, I think, think so. Too. I think so too. But I wouldn't be, be surprised game. if it's a two three point game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. But I still think Buffalo takes yeah. it. Yeah. We got Chargers at Houston. I mean, this has got to be a bounce back game, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just Herbert's hurt. And then why? Why is he in, in the game, game in the fourth quarter when you're down, down 31 to what was it, 10? Yeah. And then and then he's still in at 38 10. That I don't understand. pissed me off. Yeah. He's your franchise. He has broken ribs. He shouldn't have played. And you're. It's infuriating. No, it, Brandon it makes Staley should really... be fired just for that. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Staley deserves is... jail time for that. That yeah, was that is terrible. not a player's coach at all. No, you paid Chase Daniels what you pay him, not to sit on the I mean, bench and we, coach. We talked about this earlier. How Brandon Staley was on the hot seat. Yeah, he is on the hot seat. I I think even more so. Yeah, even more so now than he was to start the season. Oh, a hundred percent. Like he he is. The, the, oh my! I, I, if this and team then you lose if this team Slater, doesn't go all the way and win a Super Bowl, he's out. Yeah, but they're not going to because they just lost Rashawn Slater. Yeah, and I but I'm saying like I think the only way Brandon Staley keeps his job is if they win a Super Bowl. But he's not going to keep his job. I yeah. I think they let him finish yeah. out the season. Yep. Um but I mean, I think they could still make the playoffs. But Yeah, they're Herbert's going to Herbert's going to get eaten alive in that backfield yeah. now. No, Rashawn yeah. Slater is going to be huge. Um with that said, I think they I still beat Houston. <laughs> <laughs> uh Houston just does not looked great. Yeah. Um, they still have a lot to work, a lot of work to do. Uh, Chargers are a better team, especially on defense. Uh, Arizona in Carolina. I got Arizona. Carolina's just awful. Yeah, I have Arizona Baker as well. Baker Mayfield's terrible. I think he has the worst QBR out of all 32 quarterbacks yeah, to start the he, season. And he's got, he's completing under 50% of passes. Yeah. You've got guys like DJ Moore who you can't even get the ball to. You're pretty bad. Right. <laughs> Given, I, I loved I, Baker too. I wanted him to succeed so bad. Me too. He's just terrible. I think you got to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because he was not horrible last year with Cleveland. Well, actually, he was. He was not horrible. <laughs> he was not horrible two years ago with Cleveland. Yeah. Last year, he played injured the entire season. This year, he gets traded to 
Carolina has to learn a whole new offense, what, a couple months before the I'm season starts? I'm done giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. He's just not a good quarterback. I just I think he's put in a position to fail. I mean, you have a young offensive line in Carolina. Uh, he's not getting the best protection. Yeah, you have a couple couple good weapons and you've you got know, McCaffrey, C-Mac and DJ Moore, DJ Moore, but he he doesn't have this the chemistry yet. Yeah, I mean he he's been he hasn't even been there half a year. Like how how can you expect this team to succeed with Baker Mayfield if Baker Mayfield hasn't even had a a full off season to to you know mesh with these guys yeah i don't know i i i I, I, I think carolina is horrible i agree um i think arizona wins this game but i just i think baker mayfield's getting a bad rep i think he he should get one more chance i think carolina's got to roll with him through next season just to see hey if if we give him better you know protection and maybe one more weapon receiving um you know see what see what we can do New England at Green Bay. We got the Mac Jones list. New England Patriots. Terrible injury. Yeah. Can Hate Bailey Zappi do that? Or Brian Hoyer? I think, it, I think it's going to be Brian Hoyer. I would love to see Bailey Zappi uh, get the start, though. Yeah, me too. I want to see Bailey Zappi come in, put up big numbers, and take Mac Jones' job. That would really? just be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I could see. I like Mac Jones, though. I, I like his personality. I'm um, not a huge fan. I don't know. But. Bailey, I, I liked Bailey Zappi a lot out of college, and I don't know why. And I would love to see him to get some NFL reps. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think I think it's uh, safe to say Green, Green Bay, Bay is taking this. this one. They're ten and a half point favorites as of today. Yeah. Um, easy easy win for Green Bay, yeah. or at least it should be. But you never know, because that's what we thought about Dallas when they lost Dak. Um, next man up in New England, you never know. I I I, I kind of like New England with the points if I'm a betting man. Yeah, ten and a half's a lot. That's a lot of points. It's a lot. And, they, and I mean, they, they still them? get a solid offense. You've got Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, who've got to step it up a bit now. But mm-hmm. Devontae Parker looked great. You have you have two defensive-minded uh, teams with a heavy emphasis on the run. Mm-hmm. I'm hammering a teaser of under and Patriots. Patriots plus 16 and a half. And then yeah. under, what, it doesn't matter. It's going to be under. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Um. Denver at Las Vegas. Denver. You know, Russ, he didn't look great, but yeah. he did what he needed to do. He got some help from Jimmy G stepping through the end zone. Did you... And he, in the in the post-game interview, he did drop a let's ride. Yeah. So I've, I I think it's uh, it's back on Broncos country. <laughs> let's let's ride. ride. I also have Denver, but, like, all I can think about when you said let Russ cook was the – the Twitter meme I sent you where it was let Russ the cook Nyquil, and then the, the Nyquil, Nyquil chicken, chicken picture. <laughs> um, yeah, I got Denver here. I just, they're what, two, two and one to start the season? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's not a good coach, but now there's Josh McDaniels. Uh, I think they, they edge him out here. I think Denver has more talent. Yeah, I agree. Um, Casey at Tampa. Tampa has a lot of question marks. They're really banged up on offense. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I've got to go Kansas City just because of that. Me as well. You don't know if Godwin's going to be healthy. Probably, I would assume Godwin's not back. Maybe Julio comes back. Julio's a knee injury. Yeah. That's that's going to be one of those things that's going to linger for a couple weeks, I think. It could. I don't Um, know. They they didn't look great. They did not. Um, You know, Brady still looked good for what he's got, too. Yeah, but KC is in a bounce-back game. They just lost to the Colts, yeah. a really, really bad loss to the Colts. Yeah. 
Um, Mahomes is going to come and sling it. I He's mean, got to. I, I, I think uh, Miko Harmon has, has a, a couple touchdowns. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. I like that. Because I, th- I, th- I think I they're think gonna. Ju- I think Juju will have a pretty solid. I think they're gonna focus in on on you know Kelsey and Juju. I think that's gonna leave Michael Harmon wide open down the, the seam. Or is this the MVS revenge game? Uh, no, MVS played for Green Bay. Oh wait, why am I thinking they're playing Green Bay? It's Tampa. Tampa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. No. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I was thrown off because Tampa. I, just I played, like MVS, Tampa, but Tampa just played Green Bay, so I was just thinking of yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. game. So, but I got KC. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then finally, was this the Monday night game? Yeah, Rams at San Fran. What did you describe this game as before we uh, we started the pod? Um, not very good. I think you say it was going to be horrible to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be horrible to watch. I, San Fran is just not a fun team to watch in general, and now mm-hmm. like. Jimmy G looked terrible. I I can't. I don't know if I could watch this game. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I think the Rams. Rams blow them out. Yeah. I, I mean, in San Fran, what concerns me about them is their secondary. Well, if San Fran plays anything, Cooper Cup's gonna have three yeah. touchdowns this game. If they play anything like they did against Denver, they're getting blown out. Yeah. The only good piece of that secondary. Well, I I mean, to be fair, their safeties are ranked pretty high. I don't even know their names, but uh, Trevary's words look pretty good. Yeah. Um, but other than that, man, I I think but Cooper Cup. Cooper, it's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup. Um, right. I just realized we don't have any different picks in this this week. We we picked the exact same games. Oh wow! Wow. All right. <laughs> that's a first. Well, first for everything. Um, you, one thing that's not the same though is our parlay picks of the week. Parlay pick of the week. Uh, I'll start off with mine. I got the Miami money line. Like I said, I'm hammering that. Philly money line, no way Philly loses to Jacksonville. Dallas minus three against Washington. Detroit minus four and a half against Seattle. That's for plus eleven forty-four odds. You lay down ten dollars, you win one hundred fourteen dollars and forty cents. All right. I also have the Miami. See, like even though they're different, we still got some of the same plays in here too. I've got Miami money line. I've got the Vikings minus three. The Chargers minus four and a half and the Lions minus four and a half for plus eighteen thirty four odds. Throw down ten bucks, you win one eighty three forty. Now either, that value play. Yeah, that, that's a lot, lot of value there. Um, we're either gonna do amazing this week or we're gonna do absolutely yeah. This could be this could be really bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, this mentally is preparing weird. Yeah. to go zero and sixteen this week. <laughs> yep. Now one and fifteen. Philly will win. I, I think Green Bay. I think Green Bay wins regardless. <laughs> Um, so is, I think it's time for some waiver watch. Yeah, we got waivers clearing tomorrow. I think it's a uh, good time to look into some guys you should look into. Um, number one's got to be Khalil Herbert. How can it not be? I mean, David Montgomery goes down with a lower body injury. Shocker. Hmm. I mean, he's another he's another starting running back that can't seem to stay healthy. But Khalil Herbert just came in and stepped it up big time. I mean, he he ran for 169 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's just one of those guys where when he gets his touches, he's very efficient and he looked explosive. Yeah. Um, one, one, one of my leagues, somebody had asked, reached out, uh, asked around like Wednesday or Thursday, Hey, I need, I'm in desperate need of running back help. I'm willing to give up CD lamb. He went out and looked around. Nobody traded him a running back. You know, who's RB two was behind Derrick Henry. Khalil Herbert. Oh my God, this guy just locked out. He, he, yeah, it, it was it was crazy, and he was like a last place team. Wait, how 
how was Khalil Herbert his RB two going into the season, or did he have an injury? He must have had like Elijah. He had Elijah, Mitchell. He had Elijah okay. Mitchell. Okay, that makes more sense. But yeah. still, and he, he, he you don't draft a third running back. He That's went heavy bad. receiver. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Khalil Herbert definitely lots of value there, uh, especially in a run heavy Chicago yeah. offense. Another guy I really like, Mac Hollins. I mean, going back, I know, I know Hunter Renfro was out. Yeah, which scares me. Somebody's going to get more targets. Mm-hmm. But Matt Collins, the last two weeks, is at 18 targets, and he's coming off for a game where he had eight catches, 158 yards, and a touchdown. He had 90%, a 97% snap rate. Um, he was able to deliver, and, you know, he's showing production, and he's going to earn more playing time. Right. That's what it comes down to. I don't know if it's a guy that you want to look forward like, to start in fantasy, but well, he's, earning, he's earning reps. Yeah, definitely something to, to to watch. It is the waiver yeah. watch. We're not telling you exactly who to pick up this yeah, week. Yeah, no, I mean this. Not, we're not telling you streamers. It's and like we said, this yeah. this offense is kind of weird, though. Like you you don't know if you're gonna have a Darren Waller week or if you're gonna have a Hunter Renfro week. Yeah, you much. just don't know how they're gonna run this offense, and that that scares me a little bit with anybody on this team other outside of which if if you have Darren Waller, you're starting them. If you have Hunter Renfro, you're starting them. If you have Devonte Adams, you're starting them. But even, like, Josh Jacobs, I don't know if I want to start him at this point. No, no, it's going to be interesting uh, to see going forward uh, what they do with uh, the Josh Jacobs-Zamir White situation as yeah. well. Uh, another guy I like this week, which he's probably owned in most of your leagues, but if he's I would assume there, he was drafted. I mean... Yeah. Uh, Alexander Madison, uh, obviously Dalvin Cook hurt his shoulder this past week. Is this past week. Uh, that's going to open up a larger workload for backup uh, Alexander Madison. Cook is set to play with a shoulder brace, but if Cook tries playing through this injury and further injures his shoulder, uh, then Madison will step into the starting or running back role in Minnesota, which should thrust him into RB1 conversation. Yep. Uh, Madison is definitely worth a stash if you have a spot on your bench. And, uh, I mean, 100% worth uh, dropping, dropping a bench some, player. Yeah, yeah, dropping a bench 100%. player. 100%. Especially if you have Delvin Cook. Like, if you have Delvin Cook, knowing his injury history, you should have already cuffed him. Yeah, if that's, I'm not a huge fan of like taking handcuff backs, but if I drafted Delvin Cook, I'm drafting Madison. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, staying within that division, uh, we're gonna switch over to the Packers. Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, man, talk about another rookie breakout game. Yeah, uh, he put up eight catches, seventy three yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he's the, he's only a rookie, uh, but it seems he's earned the trust of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he caught every pass that Rodgers threw to him. That's huge. That's huge for Aaron Rodgers. That's huge like, for Rodgers. He's he's huge on that. Yeah, he, he's he's really big on, on consistency. Yeah. You look at all of his receivers, Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, always caught even with Even Alan was, Lazard. Even Lazard, always caught with was thrown to them. Yep. I think Dobbs is going to be Packers wide receiver one going forward after this game. And there are also I reports. I, I, I believe episode one, I talked about this. It wasn't breakfast they were having together. I'm finally correcting myself, avenging myself. It was lunch. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Romeo Dobbs were lunch buddies in the preseason, in practice, in camp. And I, they have that connection. It, it showed this past week against Tampa. Uh, so I, I think based on Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Rodgers being lunch buddies, and Romeo Dobbs showing up in week three, he's definitely worth watching. I out would for. like to bet that Aaron Rodgers made him pay too. Oh, 100%. I bet every time they went out to lunch, Romeo Dobbs was paying. Yeah, but he got it some paid trust. Off. Yeah, yeah, he's got some trust. So, and uh, it would not be an Ice Bath Sports podcast episode without Greg Dorch. Greg freaking Dorch. We got to get him on the show. 
Yeah. I'm going to find the way. Nine catches off of 10 targets for 80 yards. This is the third week in a row we've had Dorch on this list. Uh, Go back and listen to the previous episodes if you want a better and in-depth breakdown on the guy. We've already said enough. Uh, If you haven't added him by now, that's on you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I wasn't Dorch even watching so the game, and I'm, I'm checking fantasy. I'm looking at my sleeper app. I'm, I, I'm like, Matt, he's doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Greg we, Dorch, I mean, he, he scorches the defense. He really does. He's, he he well, lights I, that torch. He scorches the defense. Greg Dorch, I mean. He put up 18 fantasy points in one of my leagues. We we have, like, some boosted stats for first watch, downs and stuff. Watching I think inside like or out on your porch, 16, Greg Dorch is going to scorch that D. Yeah. Greg Dorch is him. He, yeah. Well, him and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams yeah, also. Jamal Williams is also him. But uh, I think that should wrap up this week's episode. Yeah. Do you I have mean, anything else you want to add? No, I, I love ending on a Greg Dortch uh, mention because I love this guy. <laughs> for sure, for sure. This, he might be my favorite player in the league right now. And if I show up next week in a Greg Dortch jersey, then... Oh, if... Okay, if Greg Dortch has... Over 15, 15, 15 fantasy, fantasy points. points. I will buy a Greg George jersey. PBR elite. Yes. Okay. You will buy a Greg George I will George buy a Greg George And then wear it on the podcast. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. If Deal. Sunday, if he has over 15 fantasy points in PPR, I will be buying a Greg Greg George jersey. I love that. That's great. Um, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Subscribe to us on YouTube, um, Twitter. All the socials. Yeah, we're at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok, at Ice Bath Pod on Twitter. And you can find a video version of this show on the Ice Bath Sports Podcast YouTube page. Anyways, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. And as always, stay cool. Stay cool.